asked my designers, like, Bling, we're never used to, to something that operates like that. In what way? Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Pod Works Podcast, where we talk all things work and tech life. Get ready to dev deep with you and I. Thanks for joining us today. My name's Steven. I'm a sales engineer as well as a software developer. I'm Gabby, and I'm a software developer and a development tech lead. I am Katrina, or Kat. I am the UX and UI design lead for BizWorks. We all do a lot of things, um, but we are a part of the developer and designer team at BizWorks. And we're a software solutions company. We make everything from kind of web and mobile apps, as well as VR, AR. But today, um, we're going to talk about client and team communications. I remember coming into VizWorks and uh, um, I wasn't even like doing UX and UI. I was doing marketing at that at that time. Oh, yeah, that feels yeah. like 5,000 oh, years ago. Oh, so long. <laughs> and then I remember getting into like one of our products, Phenoptica, um, which you were in as well, Gabby. <laughs> And then I remember just asking a lot of questions like, why are we? Oh, trust me. And everyone's response was, why is it like that? (laughs) Or, oh, that doesn't make any sense. It's one of those things that, oh, God. Yeah. Well, it it was also just a genuine question. And I think, like, as designers, like, you were just trained to see, like, what the problem was a lot of the times. Yeah. And I think for you guys, it's a lot of, like, how. Like, your question is why. And I think our question was how. You know what I mean? Like, how can we build what they're making? And it's just like, and I think designers are like, why, why are we building why this? Why are we building this? Or like, why is it like this? When you're doing like an audit, or is the thing for us, it's like, how can we get better? How can we make this, how can we optimize this? I think that's always the one word that I think devs use. I think everyone, obviously anyone can learn how to code. I don't think mm-hmm. that's the main part of being a software developer is problem solving. And I think with design, I think you're problem solving in a different dimension. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, different dimension. Yeah. Three dimensions. <laughs> well, three Ds, developer, designer, and sales engineer. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. demos. And demos. And demos and stuff. Yeah, there you go. But like I think of it kind of like Fix It Felix from Wreck It Ralph. We are fix it Felix and we're holding the tool mm-hmm. and then we're trying to fix it to like the blocks that we're given to make something better are provided by designers. And we're trying to take what they're giving us with our tools and we're trying to find a place in the middle that meets expectations. It's very interesting in a business strategy standpoint because for developers, from my perspective, what you're thinking a lot about is the technology itself. For designers, usually what we would think about is the users. And then for us, um, business strategy, money, like, guys, how much time are we putting in this? How much money can we make? Yeah. Like, do you like eating lunch? Sorry, not today. <laughs> Gotta get this done. So then just like come, like having all of those perspectives together and having that form into like one single product. There are definitely like some frustrations within the, that communication itself. But like, it's so rewarding when you get to, to the very <laughs> end of it. That's probably one of the main things I've learned at BizWorks is just like that whole communication between designer to designer, designer to developer, designer to the client. 
or the, the user even, <laughs> desire to the user. And definitely there were moments where um, it was very challenging, but there were also moments that, um, okay, like, yeah, I got this. From our point of view, and then your point of view of how you think someone can communicate from a designer to developer. Like how was it before, say when you started the company versus say now? I think before a lot of it, especially when you're starting in a company, a lot of it is like, please like me. <laughs> it's like, yeah, sure, let's do that. <laughs> from a client even to other developers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think it goes both ways, like especially when you're starting, just trying to like please. At least for me, I, I kind of had to get into this grip that, okay, like your job is this, like you're, you're hired to basically, um, if you're the bad guy in a situation, then you're the bad guy in the situation because this is, um, from your perspective, would be like the best um, angle to, or like strategy to move forward with, with a certain problem. And sometimes even if I think that, sometimes I'm even wrong. So like I... I also have learned to just always be open to not just feedback, but like other people's perspective okay. of what we're doing. See yourself in their shoes. I don't know, like as designers, we kind of have to do that. So like, why can't shoes are being worn? I know. Like we're already doing that. We're already doing that for the users. Why can't we do it for like the people that you work with? And so I think like that made it a little bit easier for, for myself to say more of like, this is what I think. What do you think? I think specifically for me, maybe correct me if I'm wrong, like when you're learning how to program in school, you're just learning how to, like, how does this work? How do I get this to work? So there's no class that's like, we're going to learn design principles while you're programming a Java project that has no UI. Like you really are just trying to focus on making it work. And it's the opposite for us. Exactly. So I think the hilarious part is that Everyone has a bit of a chip on their shoulder when you're a dev, being like, I know UI. I took one class in university or one class in college or in my boot camp that taught me good design principles. And I think that people kind of have a little bit of an ego. I think people think it's a criticism of their work. But no. in reality, it's not. It's a criticism of how it works for the user, not your work itself. And that's the same for us. For designers, it's a lot of like, well, I designed it this way because of that and that. And like, you can have your own reasons, but like, at some point, you have to compromise like what is possible because it's not just... If I say, Gabby, I want the cursor to have a flying uh, wing on top of it or whatever. Oh, and then flying baguette. I don't know. Oh, flying baguette yeah. is so nice. But I, I think what you're trying to say is like you can design whatever, but the skill set of the developer is something I don't think is considered on both ends. Well, even in just like the limitations of the technologies. So. Oh, 100%. And like... I don't expect designers to know the ins and outs of React or whatever library we're using. Yeah, and I think like for for our side, we were never taught to like care about those things. And yeah, we were never taught to care about design unless we took like one class <laughs> in university. <laughs> Funny, <laughs> it's hilarious. A problem that I noticed coming on a project like FileSpace that already had a designer on it, and then we had Katrina come on board, um, seeing her perspective and seeing how you interact with other developers on the project, it seemed at that point, designs were a second like afterthought. Like we'll get it to work and then we'll slap some designs on it, which in my opinion is not correct at all. Because if I can make it work, just because it works when I interact with a certain feature on an app does not mean that every user knows exactly what buttons to press or what order to interact with it in order for that feature to work. I think 
it's holding with ego. Like, oh, well, I got to work on my machine. I don't think that's a really fair assessment because you're not the one using it all the time. You have different users. And I don't think we think of design as a primary thing. We think of it as something that's supplementary, when in my opinion, the two go hand in hand together. It's what I to always tell with the team as well, with, or like with the design team, the new developers coming into like the projects that we're on because VizWorks is mostly, it's mostly a developer house. I'm not going to fight with developers being like, I'm right. Oh, like that's, that is, we are not going to go anywhere with, with anything. That's why I always tell everyone like, okay, we're an asset, like what you're doing. We'll always check with you about the designs and we'll always check with you that like, this is the flow that I'm thinking because of this and that. And especially now with like design choices, we've now gone into this practice of like, or even like with the developers, the clients before saying, what do you think? Now we're trying to do more cable do testing, which works better. And then now we have a little bit more backing on like the designs and like the, the user flow um, on the experience itself. Now at VizWorks, we're getting into more of a process, at least like for the design side to work a lot better with developers. Because I think um, I asked my designers, like they were never used to, to something that operates like that. In what way? It was always development first before as well. It was always like design handoffs, design handoffs, like all the design okay. development after. And I think now we figured out a way that like, okay, actually collaboration, like walking together hand in hand. <laughs> like you guys working in parallel. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. More communication than, than what we were ever taught, what we've ever experienced before. I think it works a lot better for us and it works a lot better for clients as well, because then they know what's happening both sides. I also do think you learn a lot more working in parallel and you're walking hand in hand, like you said. I think devs are learning more from designers and I think you guys are learning more from devs. Oh, for sure. Because if I'm getting a handoff and someone sends me a doc of like, make these buttons and then that's it. And like, here's some interactions. Here's what the like um, default state is. Here's what the hover state is. See, I read your docs. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, I think it's very different. I think it's kind of you're handing someone an assignment where I think we're more collaborative now. And I think because of that, everyone's getting better at their job. And that's why you're able to streamline the designs and say like a design system, because you now kind of have expertise in how developers can work rather than kind of being in that design bubble of like, hey, here's all the work. Go do it. I think it's nice for both ends because yeah. I can see where some of our employees were before designs were ever implemented first and seeing where they are now. And I'm like, okay. There's been an improvement, and I think it also helps with communication. And one thing that was drilled into me back in university was, you are not the user. <laughs> I think one thing we've done better recently is implement a process where we have feedback. Adding Figma has been a great for developers. So that communication, there and is like a visual. developers how to use yeah. Figma. <laughs> I think mostly because like we're client-based, a lot of the process that we have are very much like dependent on Again, like that problem solving case with with the uh, with the clients themselves, which I find really interesting at VizWorks because you get to be more adaptable into like different types of, of projects in different industries as well. Mm -hmm. So it feels like you're working for 300 companies. Yeah, I agree. It's like we're dealing with you know people from oil and gas to doctors, to university, or you know one word I. <laughs> That, that's been drilled out of me was like the word intuitive because like what's intuitive to a person's quite different.
I went to the Calgary UX um, World Usability Day. I was one of the judges for okay. um, for their design jam. And one of my old profs there, Mr. Brian Trainer, he was our usability profs. He actually like started the whole World Usability Day events for for Mount Royal University. But I didn't know that he's part of the ISO or the International Standards for Usability. <laughs> and uh, a lot of the students who was who were presenting their quick lightning presentations and a lot of the things that were used were intuitive and user-friendly. Yeah, we were talking, Brian said, what, what is intuitive? Like, I mean, talk to a window user, give them a Mac mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, what happened to everything? Which one's intuitive? <laughs> right. I think uh, our understanding of that and realizing like, okay, part of this is a process and we have to communicate from the client all the way, the designer, to the developer and back forth and making sure that we have a good process has been quite successful for us. So if you enjoyed this podcast, please consider subscribing, leave a rating and or a review. If you want to learn more about what we do, please check out our website, bizworks.com. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.